Hey, everybody, it's 6 o'clock. It's Friday night. It's time for the happy hour, the happiest hour of two hours of comedy here, live at mutinyradio.fm in .sf. We've got real people here uh, in the potty. I'm going to turn the turn the sound up a little bit out there for you guys in a second. Um, but we've got a, a great list of comedians here all night. I'm super excited. We have four-minute sets, so at three minutes, on a punchline thereabouts, you'll hear the horn. That means you have a minute left. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm really excited. That it's so funny. It's always the the ironic nature of the world when they're like, "Hey, you know, I really got to be there first and early, and things are crazy." And then it's like, "Well, these guys and this stuff." Um, but that's okay. I'm gonna I'll uh, I'll run around and do uh, a quick little uh, warmy warm joke for you guys. We'll see how this works. Yay! Clap Yay. clap for me! Yay! Yay. Which one of you is in a relationship? Or is it, are you having a menage a trois? Is that happening? Your roommates. What's happening? Not today. But you're all, you all came together. You're all buddies. Well, that's good. You live in the neighborhood? You live, you came from the sunset. You know that coming from the sunset, you might as well just go to Oakland. It takes about the same amount of time to get. It's so funny. Uh, okay. There, now. Now we can hear everybody. Hey, how you doing? Good stuff. Inner sunset. Hey. Cool. I, uh, I've been single for two years now, and I think it's time to uh, have that stop. Uh, so I, I quaffed the crash site. I tried to clean it up. I did. Uh, slippery slope. Started, haven't shaved in a long time. Uh, it used to lo- look like a hair skirt. Like you couldn't see anything. I thought, I was sitting on the couch, I thought a spider ran across my legs, put on my reading glasses. That's just pubic hair. It's like crawling down. It's really bad news. 1974, I was born, a very fluffy, deep, dank bush. No one can find Charlie deep in the bush. So I named, that's why I named my clitoris Charlie. So I started shaving, and I'm, I don't watch porn, so I have no idea how to quaff the crash site. So I'm kind of like shaving and stuff, and there's this, I found a shock of, of gray hair, like rogue. I'm like, is this where all my power comes from? This is good. This is exciting. And then I was shaving inside, and I found a bald spot. Found a bald spot. Okay, great. Now I have a bald spot. Oh, I'm a pussy. So I had to keep shaving, and then, woo. So I shaved my butthole, and now it stings when I poop. This is bad. Why do people do this? I could The thing is that it, my butthole looks like someone threw a hand grenade into a deli. It's meaty. And I, I was getting worried about shaving because I'm poor and it was really old razor. I thought that I should go in with some tweezers and I should pluck. I thought that might be safer. Am I freaking you out talking about my butthole? Is this too much for you? People have asked me, they're like, what's your least favorite body part? Which I think is a dumb thing to ask a 47-year-old woman. But they're like, what's your least favorite body Do you like have the bye-bye arms and you wave? It goes bye-bye. I'm like, no. My least favorite body part is my butthole. I just, it's so much bigger than I think it should be. I... People say you are what you eat, but I don't remember eating an oil painting. Is that? No, people do. They say I'm a Monet. I'm a Monet. I look real good from far away. You get close up, and you're like, whoa, dots and slashes. What is holding this image together? Ah! Lots and lots of marijuana. Come in. I know. It's freezing outside. 
No, stay in the cold. <laughs> like wind chill. I'm sorry. That was like a cackle, like a witch. Here's the thing, right? I'm a 47-year-old woman. I don't live in the woods, but I do have two cats. And I get it. I get why witchcraft women were vilified and called witches because how dare a woman live alone with her cats and enjoy baking in the woods and without a man <laughs> and be happy how could she do she must be a witch what's wrong with her magic Ugh! cats you like cats good yeah you like dick better than cats though right see i'm on the other end of the spectrum right now like if i had to give up if, if someone asked me, they're like, okay, sex or cheese for the rest of your life? I'm absolutely going cheese, 100%. <laughs> sex? Fucking who cares? Nine kinds of cheeses in the cheese drawer. Yeah. And once you eat all the cheese, you don't care what you look like or your butthole looks like. Ooh. I haven't had a solid poop in three years. Okay. We're gonna. A lot of women in the 70s burned bras and read books so I can talk about my butthole on stage. All right, it's Women's History Month. Yeah. We did it. Yeah. We did it. Yeah. Right? And it's, this is the thing. Feminism is so crazy to me because people keep saying, oh, we should stop objectifying women. And I'm like, no, feminism, man. Now we can objectify men equally. Fuck yeah. Let's call it dog calling. Like, let's... Is there, there's cat calling, that's a thing. I say we call it dog calling. We're like, ah, look at his ass. He's running. Woo, like tattoos. I, I, will, I'm, I learned a thing the other day. Anyway, that's, I'm not going to talk about that. Everyone knows about that. I, I was the only one. Did you know thing, the thing about the hands? That the size of a guy's dick is when he spreads his hand from his big finger to his thumb. That's the size of it. Did you know that? I didn't know that. 47 years old. I didn't know that. Everyone's like, you didn't know that? That's like a thing. I'm like, this is a thing? Who is this? this is a, no one gives me the memo ever. I never, I didn't even know what DTF was until like three weeks ago. I was like, what is that even? Okay, I'm going to stop telling jokes because there's enough comedians to start. Come in out from under the cold, you weirdos. So um, one was supposed to be Ian Levy, but he's not here. And then two is supposed to be Kelly Evans, but he's not here. So here we go, everybody. Starting it up with the tool man. Put your hands together for Tim Taylor. All right. Keep it going for Pam. Pam, you talking about your pubes with a bald spot made me think you have Larry David between your legs. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. <laughs> As you said, I'm Tim Taylor. Happy to be here at Mutiny Radio. Feels great. I'm from the Midwest. We're diversity. Anyone from the Midwest here? No, no, got it. Okay. You are. There you go. That's where diversity is defined as white men with blonde hair and white men with brown hair. No question. Sir, you would be a diversity hire in the Midwest with that hair. I love it. I love the sweater, too. It's a good look on you. I'm, I'm digging it. Where'd you get the sweater? Okay, that's enough, sir. <laughs> you either don't want to admit it or don't remember. Either way, it's not very good. So, you know, the thing is, is uh, I, when I was in the Midwest, I'm reminded of good family values in the Midwest. You know, talk about good family. My family is a little crooked because their family, the family values for my, my, my family was things have to look reasonably good from the outside and on the inside, things are terrible. Like every Denny's in the Midwest. <laughs> Thank you, Denny's in the Midwest. My family heritage is Italian Dutch, which is every first date with me at Olive Garden. Oh, <laughs> 
There's no second date, but there's plenty of all-you-can-eat breadsticks. <laughs> breadsticks. What's your name? What's your name, sir? Ethan. I, if you had given me three guesses, I think I could have guessed Ethan. I mean, this Ethan with a sweater looks fantastic. It's unfortunate people on the radio can't see you here because you look amazing. I got to tell you that. You're welcome. You're welcome. Where are you from, Ethan? Oh, my God. You came to L.A. To, for a mutiny radio comedy thing? That's amazing. You guys, you, you guys are all friends? Got it. Okay, got it. Well, well, Ethan, let me tell you a little bit about um, my family, uh, my particular family, because I have a daughter who just turned 21 years old. Can you believe I have a daughter who's 21? No, no, I look at, but it was reflecting on the daddy-daughter dances we used to go to. Anybody ever go to a daddy-daughter dance? Actually, that'd be kind of weird if you don't have a daughter and you went to a daddy-daughter dance. Let me just tell you that. That would just be a little strange. So let's, let's strike that question. We used to like dance. It was like really sweet, you know? All this, these little girls in their dresses and stuff. We did YMCA because they can all do it. Daughters by John Mayer. You Shook Me All Night Long was played at the daddy-daughter dance, which is just like, it's like the most, it's, it's the number one song played at strip clubs across the country. Sadly, I know that because my daughter told me. <laughs> Wait, hold on. When you were shaking your head, were you disagreeing that it's not the number one song played? Oh, sir, are you a frequent strip club goer? Okay, all right. Do you remember any of the songs? All right, how about that? What's your name, sir? Darwin. Darwin. The Darwin Awards. How about that? Darwin goes to the strip clubs. Ethan gets a nice sweater. We'll get to you next, ma'am. Um, so uh, my, my daughter is actually struggling with something right now because she's uh, losing a pet. You guys ever lost a pet? Very difficult. I had a mildly annoying pet when I was a child named Peeve. <laughs> that horn was <laughs> That's one you're gonna go home and you're gonna tell it. You're gonna just tell it to friends. I know. Just say you say you came with it. Just one last thing. I, I um, um, you know, let's give it up for the clitoris. Yeah. yeah. Let's give it up for the clitoris. My password for all my websites and my computer is clitoris. Because no men know it, and most women think men have no idea about it. So I am never hacked. In fact, it's like, for my security questions, it's like, what, what was your first car? The Ford Clitoris. It's always a little uncomfortable. What, what, uh, what, what's your hometown? Clitoris, Arkansas. What's your mother's maiden name? Maravolo. I have my limits. My mother. Anyway, that has been my time today. It's wonderful to see everybody. Have a great night. Thank you. Tim Taylor, everyone. Yeah, he knows where the clitoris is, I think. It's not that hard to find, uh, honestly. I don't understand, but anyway. Uh, your next comedian, a uh, super funny guy. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Dan Lewis. Yay! How's it going? How's it going? Clitoris, always the last place you look, you know? All right, guys, what's up? Californians here, Southern Californians, you like living down there? Pretty good? I like it down there, too. No? What was that? was a thumbs down right there. What was that all about? Why? That seems all, any, any, all rivalry seems ridiculous to me. Why? It's not a zero-sum game. You can like both of the things. It's like, fucking hate the Dodgers. Why? Because I like the Giants. Fucking hate sorbet. 
Why? Because I fucking like ice cream. That's why. <laughs> Motherfucker. I don't understand that. <laughs> I like living in California. Expensive to live in California, obviously. Uh, mostly it's the housing, though. The other stuff's like kind of the same as the rest of the country for the most part. I saw an ad for a used car recently around here. It was like $9,000 used car. I thought it was reasonable. They said if you're buying the car to live in it, it's $1 million. That's amazing. It really truly was. Uh, so, uh, speaking of, uh, yeah, some things you only see, like near where I live, I saw, there's a, I saw a sign for a missing parrot. This is a sign that I saw just as, just as, just as soon as Jared sits down, I'm going to say, saw this sign for a missing parrot. It was weird. It was like, there was a picture of the parrot that said, name, Zeke. I'm like, does it answer to its name? He goes, Zeke. And it goes, whoa, my God, that's right. I'm supposed to be in a tiny cage right now. There's no such thing as a missing parrot. It's a parrot's out in the world being a bird. There should be no missing parrot sign. You know what I mean? There should be no missing parrot sign. It should say, escaped parrot. Be on the lookout for a colorful parrot enjoying its best life. Answers to no one. I don't know. Anybody else hate it when uh, people tell you all about the dream that they had last night? Got here to tell you all the stupid details of my dream. No, you don't hate that? You sit there interested in just random details? That's why the joke doesn't work, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just now discovering that. I don't know. To me, it's just like a bunch of, it's a bunch of random details. I don't care about them. You know what I mean? Just not, it's not a good story, right? If you just told that as a story, you'd be embarrassed to tell that story. But they're always like, I got to tell you about this dream. I don't know. Every time someone goes, I got to tell you about this dream I had last night, I always stop and I go, wait a minute. Was it super weird? They're like, yeah. I'm like, and it seemed real, right? They're like, yeah. And I'm like, I know. I've had that one. That's every single dream. It's not that interesting. If you absolutely have to tell people about your dreams, if you have to do it, just give them the details first, and then only at the very end be like, and it, it, tell them it was a dream, you know? That works for like Wizard of Oz. It works great. If you try to tell that as a dream, you're like, oh, check this out. There was these midgets, and then we called them munchkins for some reason, and there was these flying monkeys, but they had fez hats. You'd be like, shut the fuck up. This dumb story that nobody cares about. They're always telling that too. They always go, uh, you're not gonna believe this dream I had. It's like, don't I kind of have to believe you? It's entirely in your, your head. Like, how do I, I didn't realize I had a choice. <laughs> Next time someone does that, you're not gonna believe this dream I had, tells me all about it, I'm gonna go, you know what, you're right. I don't believe you. I don't think you dreamt that. Prove it. I think you're a dream faker. Anyway, recently, uh, <laughs> I was in my old neighborhood recently, and I noticed uh, they had torn down the elementary school in my neighborhood. And uh, I was like, what's this all about? And I saw they're putting up an amusement park there. I'm like, she, and I, uh, I was like, okay. And then I noticed my uncle was working the roller coaster in the amusement park. And so I, I got on it and all my ex-girlfriends were on it. I was naked. It was a dream. Thanks, you guys. Appreciate it. My name is Dan. Dan Lewis. Yay. That was very funny. You always are. That's wonderful. Uh, your next comedian, oh, he's so much fun. Put your hands together, everybody, for Kelly Evans. Thank you. Fucking thank you, Dan. I appreciate, yeah, I appreciate you. Just, yeah, I just want to say that. That's it. Just had a, 
Anyway, I'm just feeling gay today. That's all. Um, trying to fuck Dan. <laughs> it's all right. Anyway, I, uh, I went out with this woman recently who's like super religious, very Christian. And uh, so she, she wanted me to go to church with her. And so I did like a lot, actually. And I discovered something about myself. I found out that my level of religiousness is uh, directly tied if you will fuck me. You know, like if you'll fuck me, I'll go. Yeah, I, well, you want to go Wednesday? Let's do it, you know? I'm just saying, if the sex is good enough, I will join ISIS, all right? I will. I'm just for it, you know? I'm just, you can throw it down. Um, I, but that's, I just, I guess I'm not, I'm not, I've been trying to convince people I'm smart and it's not working. So I'm just going to stop doing that. You have to, because I'm 38 and I'm single and dating in San Francisco. And like every woman on Hinge is like, I graduated from Yale and own my own company. I'm like, <laughs> I worked at a grocery store during the pandemic. Great. That wasn't even a joke, but thank you for laughing. <laughs> okay. Some people even like to say we're essential and clap, but you know what? Fuck that. No. Mostly we were high. Not the point. The point is, I just, uh, they're always asking me, like, what documentaries are you watching? I'm like, uh, Love Island? Is that, does that count? I think that's a document. It seems real enough. Um, I invested in crypto because that's what smart people do. You invest in crypto. You know what it is, right? It's a uh, blockchain. It's peer-to-peer -peer network. There's a ledger involved. I don't know what those words mean. I lost a lot of money. I lost, <laughs> I lost so much money. I don't know a lot about investing, honestly. I can tell you one tip for investing. Don't buy high. Please, don't buy high. It's it, as high as it's ever been. I'm going to get in now. That's a great time to get it. That's what I got in. That's what I... <laughs> Anyway, um, I have a, I don't like my doctor. I mean, I like him. He's just, he's also annoying. Like every, I have to carve out like an hour and a half whenever I go to the doctor, not because he makes me wait, but because it's like his therapy session. So I feel like I know more about my doctor than he knows about me. I know he's face blind. And then I know that one of his patients is evidently addicted to heroin. And I was like, that's too much information, right? That's, you shouldn't tell me that. Anyway, the point is, do we need the vaccine? Hmm. <laughs> Anyway, uh, no, I actually, uh, I took it, but also, uh, I was like big pharma, right? I mean, I'm from Texas. So like I have a cousin who believes there are lizard people. I'm just saying I'm fairly progressive. All right. I fucked a guy in college. I'm just saying like, please. I thank you. Um, and maybe Dan too. Who knows? <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So. I, my uncle actually tried to talk me out of it. He's like, you know what? They're just trying to sterilize you, man. You can't trust pharma companies. They're owned by the rich. And I was like, that's a really interesting point you got there. Hmm. And I said that because he's got a lot of guns. So many guns. I was like, just whatever is going to get me out of this room with you. Okay. This is gone to Christmas is a weird time. Anyway, I'm going to finish. <laughs> I'll finish with... Uh, I, uh, I've been hanging out with my, uh, eight-year-old nephew a lot, uh, smoking weed mostly. No, I'm just <laughs> babysitting, just babysitting. Uh, and, uh, I found out cartoons are educational now and why? I don't know. Is that going to make the difference? You know, when he's at college and someone's like, Hey, do you want to do this Molly? He's like, what would Paw Patrol think? You know? <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot, guys. You've been great. You, you. Kelly Evans.
Paw Patrol, two words I never thought would escape your lips. That was beautiful. Uh, hey, your next comedian, so excited to bring her up. Clap your hands together, everyone, for Sarah Guth. Yay! Hey, guys. Uh, I'm turning 29 this year. I honestly don't get why people always cheer for that. Like, I'm somehow beating the odds. <laughs> Is it that obvious I'm a fucking mess? <laughs> Should please don't answer that. Um, no, I, I only bring up my age because, like, a lot of women who are quickly approaching their expiration date, um, I just can't help myself from checking out babies. <laughs> yeah, okay, I feel like people assume women stare at babies because we have some, like, biological drive to procreate because you know women are the ones who can't seem to control their biological urges yeah it was directed at you men um no like did it ever occur to you that maybe we stare at babies not because we want one but but because we wish we could be one again yeah i'll admit it i'm jealous of babies they don't have to deal with any societal norms, okay? I mean, babies are some of the only members of society who can be fat and genuinely be loved more because of it. The only other people who pulled that off is men, okay? Like, I'll say it, I'll say it. Dad bods are nothing more than babies that have just really let themselves go, okay? And yet they're celebrated as a sign of success, stability, a source of income, which I guess is true if you've invested in Viagra. Um, <laughs> I don't mean to shit on dad bods, I'm sorry. I know there's a lot of men in here. Um, no, honestly, I'm just bitter. I'm bitter. Because uh, my boyfriend is a semi-professional runner, and I'm destined to be the dad bod of our relationship. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thank you. Though when you're a woman, it's not called a dad bod. We're just fat. <laughs> yeah, I know, we need better marketing. <laughs> it's okay, you guys can, men can laugh at it. <laughs> it's like, what, three of us in here, women? <laughs> Four, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, no, um, I have really bad eyesight. Uh, okay, I feel like I always do this. I always come off as like super angry. <laughs> um, a little bit about me, I am a white woman. Please don't cheer for that. Not actually, you you can you can. The other last night, a white woman cheered for it. I was like, stop! Like you're not helping us out here. Uh, no, I'm a white woman. Specifically, I'm a white woman from the suburbs. Um, being angry at strangers is kind of our thing. <laughs> so I'm here. Um, no, I'm really glad I made it out of the suburbs because the people there are super out of touch. Yeah, like I don't know if you know this, but people in the suburbs have forgotten how to use bowls. Yeah, you heard me, bowls, those things that are designed for cradling food in bed. People in the suburbs, <laughs> they use bowls to hoard pine cones, <laughs> pieces of glass, balls of yarn. <laughs> Seen this shit? Okay, whatever. <laughs> you know what, I looked it up. People spend real money on what they've called decorative bowl fillers. It's not what they're fucking called. <laughs> they're pine cones. <laughs> Stop making up fancy names to justify your dumb purchases. Saw a review on Amazon for fake pears. <laughs> One star looks fake. 
Like, if that's your complaint, I don't know, here's an idea. Why don't you go to the grocery store, you can buy pears that are so real, you can actually eat them. Also, how real did you want your fake pears to look? Like, were you hoping they'd look so real that a guest would come over, try to take a bite, lose a tooth, and be like, great pears, Carrie. You know, some people like a juicy pear, but I just love how real yours look. Like, what's the end goal here, mom? (laughs) She says it's for the vibe. (laughs) Like, you can't eat a vibe, mom. (laughs) She's like, exactly. (laughs) Get you some for Christmas so you can lose some pounds. Okay, I'm running out of time, so I'm going to go. But thank you. You all been great. Sarah, good. I am going to buy you some decorative pears when you least expect it. (laughs) I'm going to have... I'm going to have props for you. That was lovely. Your next comedian is a regular at the Punchline. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Ian Levy. Yay! Oh, no. I dropped a page. Uh, I had to go get uh, new new brakes, brake pads for my bike today. Uh, and in the store, the, uh, the guy gave me two options. He said uh, he pulled out two, and he's like, these are the, the new brake pads, the new model. And this is the, these ones are the old model. And I said, uh, what's the difference? And he said, uh, these are the new model. Uh, these are the old model. I'm like, that tells me nothing. I don't know what. Okay, that's my <laughs> brake pad material. Uh, seems very, a lot of commercial value in that joke. Okay. Uh, I have a friend who uh, I play poker with, and I, I beat him every time because uh, he has a very obvious tell. Uh, and it only comes out when he's been drinking. Uh, but whenever he's been drinking a lot, he will tell me what cards he has. He'll just be like, you are not going to see this queen in a three coming. And I'm like, you might be surprised. So honestly, it's, uh, okay, you know, people want, my friends want to get an intervention for it. But I'm like, wait until I pay off my student loans at least. You know, I'm, 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 I'm reaming this guy for, I mean, you think he's bad at poker, you should see him drag race. But uh am I the only one who feels like the people... Like the regular people on the TV show Undercover Boss have to be the dumbest people. Because is it just me or do you think one of them would put together that it's a coincidence that a camera crew arrives the same day that a guy in a toupee and a funky mustache shows up? (laughs) I think one of them would be like, "Ah, there's something off about Larry, you know, like, I, I don't know. Also, it that show is just propaganda to get us to like bosses. Because in that show, they're like, either they want you to do good at your job because you never know. Uh, you know, you, you never know. Your boss could be anyone. I mean, honestly, you look like an undercover boss right now, sir. You, sorry, I can't. So I, I feel like, yeah, the head of mutiny is here. All uh, he revealed the head of comedy. But, uh, but you never know. Yeah. And also, I saw an episode where the guy was like, uh, th- this woman who was nice to him when, when he was undercover. Then at the end, he reveals he's a boss. And and he's like, oh, you know that uh, you have some medical problems. I'm gonna I'm gonna pay for them. I'm gonna so you can have your surgery. And it's like, what nightmare is that? The good scenario. He they she fucking works for him. Shouldn't she have health insurance? Like what the fuck is that shit? Is we're turning around like it's a reward? Like oh good and all the employees who work for you who okay. <laughs> you guys are not with me with that. That's fine. I had an interesting experience recently. Um, I, I have a, a girlfriend, and uh, when we first started hanging out, she was cat-sitting with someone. So I went and stayed with her while she was cat-sitting at this place. Uh, and the other day, I met the people that uh, she was cat-sitting for, 
which it's a weird interaction to to meet them for the first time because they're like they're asking me questions about like oh where you know where do you live i was like the sunset and they're like oh yeah we're in the richmond i was like yeah i know i've had sex in your bed like what are you <laughs> obviously like, are you crazy? Of course I know. The guy's like, I like Dragon Ball Z. It's like, yeah, I know. I stared into the eyes of your Goku figurine while getting pegged, okay? I'm sorry. I, I've been penetrated on your premises. So it's obviously, it's crazy. It's, they tried to give me a tour of the house. I'm like, let me give you my tour, okay? It's a, bring a blacklight, you know? It's a very, a very different tour, but um, yeah. I think... Um, uh, my whole life, I'm, I'm a millennial, and my whole life there's been like this tension between boomers and millennials because millennials blame all their problems on boomers, boomers blame all their problems on millennials. Uh, and it's like this endless cycle that seems to ever end. And, and I think I've come to the conclusion that uh, we got to stop. If you're a millennial, you got to stop blaming boomers for your problems. And boomers, you got to stop blaming millennials for our problems, you know? Because the real problems uh, come from these Gen Z motherfuckers, you know? Am I right? Get those little shits out of there. What are they? Those... Dad gets it because because he, he's from, what what is the golden era? What's the, oh, you're Gen X? Oh, I thought you were like the World War I. Uh, lost generation. Okay. No, okay. That's my time. All right. Hey, hey. Ian Levy, everyone. Oh, that's hurtful. I'm a solid Gen Xer. We can, uh, yeah, we've got people. It's warm in here. This is nice. Welcome, new audience people. Excited to have you here. Um, thank you, Ian. Have everything. Everything's great. Um, your next comedian, he's one of those Gen Zers. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Jared Cena. All right, how's everybody doing tonight? Give it up for your last comics, everybody. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on, come on. This is Mutiny Radio, all right? We're all comics here. We got to go, we got to show love to everybody that came up here. All right, what's new with me? Do we have any sports fans in the house? Sport fans? Okay, we got a couple. All right, couple. All right, three people will get this joke. Fuck it, who cares? Um, <laughs> all right, I'm a Lakers fan, and I just want to say, like, this stock as a team is going downhill. Like, I'm losing money betting on them. Like, no wonder why they renamed their home building, like, Crypto.com Arena. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, is anyone excited for the draft? The draft? Um, well, I'm not, because I'm fucking Gen Z. I'm going to get fucking deployed into that shit. <laughs> uh, I'm not excited because I... I'm a little fucking person. Like, there are fucking tank shells bigger than me. <laughs> Uh-huh, uh, there, like, I, like, I'm going to get fired out of a cannon. Okay, that's, that's some fucking, that's some fucking bullshit right there, okay? Okay, like, I, I got, I don't really know what to feel about this whole situation, because on one hand, like, I don't want to get drafted into war, but on another hand, I never got that chance to study abroad for college. <laughs> like, uh, like, the pandemic happened. I was supposed to go to Europe. It all ruined it. Like, I'm not saying this should happen, but maybe this is life's way of coming full circle, you know? It would be cool, you know? I'd do some shit I'd never do before, you know? Like, I'd, I'd go to another country, learn a, bit, learn a bit of Ukrainian. Like, I'd possibly, like, fucking duck under trenches as fucking Molotov cocktails and tank shells are being fired at me. It'd cool. I'd get a couple, like, souvenirs from mom and dad. 
I don't know, maybe like a couple keychains, maybe like some Ukrainian action figures. I don't know, like a decapitated head. That was a little dark for you guys. All right, all right, all right I'll put that. I'll put, I'll put that in the workshop. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, what else was I going to talk about, guys? Okay. <laughs> okay, um, uh, guys, I'm a Karen. I'm a Karen. Do you, you guys know what Karens are, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Entitled white ladies causing scenes at restaurants. I am that fucking person. Like, I have no problem going up to a restaurant or a bar causing a scene. And like, I know that's bad to like disrespect employees and people that work there, but also at the same time, like I am drunk. I am very, very drunk. <laughs> All right, as soon as I get a little bit of liquor, the white woman comes out of me, and if I get like slightly inconvenienced, I want to talk to your fucking manager. Okay, okay. All right, you know what? Let's end on this. All right, guys. Uh, I recently just got fired. Yeah, it sucks, man. Um. Uh. You know, I feel bad about it because I lost my cool around someone I work with, but you know, it kind of did feel good to stand up for myself. Someone had to tell that 12-year-old I was tutoring to shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay, okay. I don't understand this. Like, what? All right, I was an English tutor uh, uh, for like uh, 12 to 11-year-olds, and I don't understand why it's so bad to yell at children. What? Because I'm younger than me? I'm supposed to be nicer than them? I'm supposed to be nice? I'm supposed to be the bigger person? First off, most 12-year-olds are already fucking bigger than me. All right, my name is Jared Senna, everybody. I am not Wally's little brother. Thank you. Have a good night. Jared Senna, everyone. All right. We have more comics coming in and going up. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Dorian Trong. Yay! What's up, everyone? Jared said he's a Karen, but his uh, outfit says he's more like a Susan. <laughs> All right, thank you, man. Um, anyway, <laughs> anyway, if you guys didn't know, recently, uh, you know, San Francisco, the San Francisco school board just got voted out, you know, because the Chinese people showed them and voted them out. You know you fucked up when you uh, pissed off Chinese people, you know what I mean? Because, like, when all the Chinese grandmas got punched in the face, we were just like, nah, it's probably a coincidence. <laughs> I mean, the minute you guys fucked with Lowell High School, everybody was like, all right, guys, let's get together. We're going to war. For my LA friends out there, if you guys don't know what uh, Lowell High School is, it's like the Hogwarts for Chinese kids. <laughs> Only the most magical ones get in. As you could probably tell now, I uh, let down many generations of wizards in my family. I uh, recently, uh, my therapist said I need to work on my communication, and I am going to blame it on my parents, you know? When I was young, my, uh, my dad's best friend was a Mexican guy, and neither one of them spoke English, which is crazy because they both relied on English to speak with each other, you know? Like, we would have these family gatherings, and they would just sit in the back in the yard, and my dad would say to him, oh, your daughter is getting so tall. And he would look at my dad, and he's like, see, I love carnitas. Ha, 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 That would piss me off so much, I would walk by and be like, your friendship's a lie! 
it doesn't it doesn't help with my mom either you know what i mean like every time i have a uh, you know a conversation with my mom it always ends with her insulting me yeah i know the other day i was uh i came home and she's like oh why are you so late it's a wednesday and i'm like so what i'm 34 right and then she was like i know <sighs> she doesn't even smoke she just does that when she, whenever she thinks she's burning me she was like you still live in the garage <sighs> Your, girl, your girlfriend's the second prettiest woman in this room. <sighs> Fuck. Uh, truth be told, you know, I haven't been in a re relationship in a while, and I miss it. You know, I miss going out on dates, but um, mostly I just miss getting two entrees. <laughs> Thank you. He's like, oh, he is big. <laughs> and I, turn, I mean, if you guys haven't uh, guessed yet, my, I'll tell you, my, my ex-girlfriend was an anorexic, you know what I mean? And we really complimented each other real well. You know what I mean? The fatter I got, the thinner she felt. You know, it was almost like we had, we were in like a suicide pack together. We're just going to be both be killed by food. I like recently like realized I need to start losing weight when I, uh, when the self-checkout at, um, at the supermarket, you know, was uh, basically talking shit to me. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I was checking out and they're like, oh, one ice cream. You know, two donuts. And it's like, five pizzas? Come on, are you sure you want to do that? <laughs> um, what else do I have? Yeah, I don't have much. Thanks. Dorian Drung, everyone. Giving his time back to the room, really, really generous. Your next comedian runs Hometown Heroes in South San Francisco, first and third Wednesdays of the month at 8 o'clock. Check him out. Right now, clap your hands together for Wally Hippolito, yay! What's up, Mutiny? How y'all doing tonight? Uh, good, good. You know, first of all, I want to I wanna apologize for my little cousin, Jared. His mom left the cage open. You know, I've been looking for him for a couple days now. So, you know, go home, dude. Nana's looking for you. But, uh, you know, guys, the other day I got a really good compliment. Someone said I look like Johnny Depp during his meth bender. Yeah, you know, and I'm a really good method actor, so, you know, catch me in his next Netflix movie. Uh, guys, uh, I am not enjoying this episode of Black Mirror. This shit is insane, guys. Like, after a two years of being inside, countless Brazilian butt lifts being paid for with PPP loans, I thought we were gearing up for a hot girl's summer, right? Vladdy over here fucking shit up. Now instead of swimsuits and board shorts, I'm probably gonna be at the Kremlin inside a, in a fucking metal jacket and a speedo, bro. Fucking insane, man. Like millennials, we are not ready for war. Am I right? Like we're not built for this shit. Like I get my weed and fast food delivered. Do I sound like a dude who's ready to drive a tank? Fuck no, I just want to watch YouTube and talk to my therapist about my problems, man. It is insane. Like, I can imagine, close your eyes and imagine it with me now. All right, we get dropped off at Ukraine. Instead of check hedgehogs, we're putting down ring light tripods on YouTube Live, running. Hey, y'all, this is Logan Paul, right outside of the Kremlin, ready to storm the Capitol. Shout out January 6th, ha ha ha. Fuck, man, that's insane. Like, okay, you know, this week we're storming the Capitol. Next video, rifle assembly. Remember to like, subscribe, and hit the bell for notification. All right, peace.
Fuck, that is not a world I want to live in, guys. That is, I, I turned 31 this year. Yeah, man. So I don't get no woos for that, huh? <laughs> Fuck y'all. Oh, nah, now I don't need it. All right, I see how it fucking is over here. I see how it is. But, you know, when I tell people about my life, usually the consensus is that, you know, I didn't experiment enough. And I feel like that's just code for uh, I didn't fuck enough dudes in my 20s. Because if, and if that's the case, I really didn't miss out on much, y'all, because I had my first colonoscopy at nine. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's a good gauge of what I would have been in for, you know? I don't need that, like, all that over here. It's fucking insane. I'm crazy. Like, experiment. Like, was I supposed to discover new elements? Like, am I fucking Tony Stark? The fuck? Like, guys, I was a liberal arts major. My experimenting is acid and gonorrhea. That's what I'm gonna find in this fucking world, you know? Ah, jeez. Any Batman fans up in here? Woo! Hell yeah, hell yeah. Did you guys watch it yet? The new Batman? Well, if you didn't know, they put the they put uh, the Dark Knight on Netflix. Yeah, Dark Knight is one of my all-time favorite movies, right? And I was as I was watching uh, the interrogation scene where Batman's fucking up Joker, I started thinking to myself, I was like, oh shit, who is this? A black, terribly dressed billionaire whose sworn enemy is a clown with mental illness. It's fucking Kanye West! <laughs> Holy shit, guys, think about it. Batman is Kanye West, and Kanye even has like a crazy rogues gallery that the KKK would be proud of. It's like Harriet Tubman, Beyonce, Obama, Black History Month. Dude, the Klan's gotta be recruiting him like Alabama recruits five-star running backs. It is crazy, man. And you know what, the, you know, it's sad to see because Kanye is one of my all-time favorite heroes. But you know what they say in the movie. You either, you either die a hero or live long enough to see your wife get fucked by a comedian. All right, guys, I'm Wally Hippolito, and that's my time. Uh, Wally Hippolito, everyone. It's so cute you think you're going to get married someday. No, you probably will. He will, I'm sure. I mean, if I could do it. <laughs> I'm divorced. Uh, you're... I have a hard time maintaining relationships. Your next comedian, super hilarious. Love him so much. Clap your hands wildly for Brady Pearson. Oh, my goodness. Hello. Hello, everybody. Should I say, welcome and bienvenue. Welcome. Okay, bienvenue. This is wartime, isn't it? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I was in the wrong car. Dang, okay. A little heavy in the room tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, you know, I'm, I just turned 51, 52. Thank you so much. I know I look amazing. I realize I, am, I have been sucking cock so long that um, I may have swallowed some of your siblings or parents or something. You're welcome. Yeah, I was born in the 70s. And it was really terrible with a name like Brady. Does anybody remember the Brady Bunch? Anybody remember that show? Okay. And so they'd always tease me and be like, oh my God, what happened to the Brady Bunch today, Brady? What happened to the Brady Bunch today, Brady? I'm like nine. I'm like, I don't know. What happened on the Brady Bunch today? So I was like, you know what? I'll tell you. And I told them how Alice really took her meat. What happened with Tiger, Kitty Carriol, and Cindy in the doghouse? And those earrings were never found. And I just hate being called Brady because of that, but then I realized it kind of fit into other songs from the 70s, kind of like, 
he's a Brady, and that Brady is mine. I think that's how I knew I was gay, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I've been sucking so much dick that it begs the existential question. How many miles of dick have I sucked? <laughs> All right. Now, are there any other cocksuckers in the room? Any other? I mean, come on. Maybe you. <laughs> you you've done it in the past, have you not? Never. And back in the back in the day, right? You've done some. Okay. Okay. I like to think about that, though. I do. It's exciting. Okay. Let's just say. Okay. Let's let's do the math, children. So the average cock is what, like, um, are you six inches? I'll be generous. Okay, I'll give you six. One up, one down is a foot, right? We call that a pass in the business, right? Yeah, this is cocksucker talk for y'all, okay? I'm letting you in on something. Okay, so you do the math. Let's see, one up, one down, there's something like 5,240, 485,000, something like that feet in a mile and then I did the math and I started going up and I reached like 108,000 feet which is something like 26 miles right and it's a marathon for those of you that are paying attention it's a marathon and that explains my last weekend Well, I mean, surely, I mean, there have been people that have sucked enough cock. I mean, I'm, I'm certainly, if, in, if mileage, I must have sucked my cock all the way to Beijing by now. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> And finally, because I just feel so much for y'all, I want to share uh, a song from uh, when, I, when I was growing up in my fantasy boys camp called Can't Put It In Me and, like, Put It In Me. Wisconsin, and it goes something like this. Oh, I love you, put it in me. Put it in me every day. I love you, put it in me. Put it in me all the way. On your shores, put it in me. I am yours, put it in me. <laughs> But it's in me every day. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Brady Pearson. Thank you, Pam. Brady Pearson, everyone. Woo, Brady Pearson. He's our favorite cocksucker on the block. All right. I'm super excited for your next comedian. I like to imagine in that he's my son sometimes, not when I'm masturbating, you dirty freaks. Um, I never think about him that way, but I think about his jokes all the time. Put your hands together for Ian Langlands. Yay! Thank you for that interesting introduction. I love what she said, not masturbate. Was anybody thinking that? No. <laughs> she was the only one. Secrets out, Pam. How's everybody doing? How are we doing today? Full crowd? Anybody celebrate 420? Anybody here? 420? Yeah, 420's great. I love 420 because it's the only holiday that weed gets. It's the only one. Alcohol is jurisdictional over all the other holidays. I was thinking about it. Why? It's because Americans, we love to fucking drink. That's why. It's no secret. And we don't stop at our own holidays. We take holidays from other countries just to drink for them. St. Patrick's Day, it's the biggest drinking holiday. Jack shit to do with America, honestly. 
Oh, what's another one? Cinco de Mayo, right? Haven't we done enough to Mexico? <laughs> we fucked over all their people, took all their land. We're like, oh, by the way, we're also going to take this little holiday of yours. We got to drink Corona with a lime, okay? We want to have fun, too. I performed that joke, and this Mexican guy in the audience was like, Mexicans don't even celebrate it. I was like, God damn. We fucking gentrified the holiday for Mexico. They don't even celebrate it. They don't even celebrate it. That's fucked up. Because Americans will drink for anything. It doesn't matter the holiday. I think it's about time that America's going to start doing keg stands for Juneteenth. I think that's what's going to happen. <laughs> Frat bros are shotgunning for Frederick Douglass. <laughs> it's fucked up, but it's what's going to happen. Watch it. Watch. I think as a fair trade-off, we should just associate weed with a regular holiday. I think that could be fun. I think an easy one is Thanksgiving, right? The one where you eat. That would be amazing. You put a little can of butter and pumpkin pie, send grandpa back to Vietnam, shit. <laughs> Shit'll get interesting. Oh, God, Charlie's in the Brussels sprouts. Like, grandpa went a little crazy on the pumpkin pie. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm very progressive. I'm learning to be more progressive. I've moved to San Francisco. It's rubbing off on me, and it's great. And I would even go as far to say I'm the most progressive white straight guy in San Francisco, okay? You know how progressive I am? If I see a black man walking towards the street and I'm sitting in my car, most people lock the doors, I unlock them, okay? And I make it a point to know that I'm unlocking it. I'm like, come on in, buddy, fucking take what you want. Take the fucking car, all right? Take the car, it's reparations, you know? That's how progressive, I'm also so progressive I live with two lesbians. Isn't that amazing? Give it up for me, okay? One of them is my sister and the other is a DVD box set of Ellen season 13, but... I round up, I round up. No, I do live with two lesbians. I live with my sister and her girlfriend. And it's very interesting. I'm learning a lot about lesbians that I didn't know before. I'm learning this new thing. Um, lesbians, they're really mean to their younger brothers, okay? <laughs> really mean, there's two of them. I can't fight them, they're really strong. Uh, I don't know, I lose every argument. It's not fun. But what I've learned about lesbians is that they do everything tenfold. They do everything in the most, in the biggest way, the most complicated way possible, you know? Like, we got one cat, that wasn't enough, so a few months later, they got another cat, which is fine, that's great. Also, the amount of plants I have in my house is disgusting, okay? I'm finding, like, dirt and worms under my pillow at this point. I feel like I live in the botanical gardens. <laughs> Everywhere I go, there's a goddamn plant, and I, like, I find myself, like, taking care of them, too. Like, I think it's rubbing off on me. I think I'm becoming a lesbian. I think that's what's happening. <laughs> I think I am, you know? I got a lot of carabiners, and I just bought a Subaru, so... <laughs> it's okay. Worst things have happened. Um, I've always been so fascinated with the Pope. The Pope has always blown my mind about what he does, because honestly, I don't know what he does. And I don't know why we always talk about him, because he doesn't really have any effect on the world in real time. You know what I'm saying? Like, there could be a news article that comes out that says, the Pope promotes bestiality. Now, that would be crazy, but it would really have no effect on any of our lives. Now, if it came out that Biden promotes bestiality, we'd have some fucking issues, okay? That guy's got the nuclear codes. I don't want him promoting fucking a dog, okay? I don't want him promoting that. But what I did learn about the Pope is that he can decide what is and isn't a sin anymore. Isn't that insane? That's so much power. Deciding what is and isn't a sin anymore. And recently, I saw that he said it is no longer a sin to smoke weed and have gay sex. To me, that sounds like the Pope wants to get high and fuck dudes. That's what that sounds like to me, which is the Pope I want to get on board with. I want to Pope that parties, okay? You know what I'm saying? Like, what if the Pope went through a rave phase? That would be so interesting. <laughs> then I start going to church. I start going to church. If there was Molly and Coke at church, I would start going, you know? This Sunday at Grace Cathedral, Father Philip featuring Tiesto. 
All right, that's been my time. Thank you, everybody. Ian Langlands, everyone. I have to look up what Tiesto means. Your next comedian, another super funny guy. He's only going to be here for a couple more months, and I think he's going back to New York. Oh, no. Uh, clap your hands together, everybody, for John Alcabez. Yay. What's up, you guys? Um, let's see. I'm Jewish. Are you guys all Jewish? No, a couple of you? Okay. I was, I was told it would be everyone, but... Um, that's fine. Um, there's been a lot of discussion recently about whether or not Jews are white, um, and it's always pretty fruitless. I, my conclusion is I think the white ones are. Um, white ones are white. Yeah, white Jews are white. Black Jews are black. Um, Arab Jews are Korean. It's a weird loophole, but it's in the texts, and we're a people of tradition. Um, no, I feel like, I don't know, if you don't think there are, like, if you don't think that there's any Jews that are white, then you haven't seen a synagogue in an upper middle class area that's trying their best to stay on rhythm, okay? Lot of, lot of singing, not a lot of knocking it out of the park, but they're, they're good people. I don't know, man, anti-Semitism is confusing to me because it's like a lot of people hate the Jews, never for the right reasons. It's always, I don't know, like as it's when you're like a Jewish kid, it's way easier to believe that there's like a Jewish conspiracy because your life is controlled by Jews <laughs> fully. Like, yeah, fucking Jews make you do homework and take baths and they don't let you smoke weed. It's definitely something going on there. I don't know. Or like, do you guys remember that there's that whole J.K. Rowling controversy where she made the little like the, the little Gringotts goblins where it's like because she's kind of it's kind of it's confusing because she people thought that, remember the little goblins at Gringotts in, in Harry Potter that are the bankers because it's like she's kind of saying that she's saying a few things like she's kind of saying that Jews are little like money goblins that work in finance which I don't necessarily think is true but like there's certainly a lot of Jews who work in finance and people who work in finance are kind of little money goblins, I think. Um, for the most part, they're evil little money goblins. Um, so it's confusing. Anyway, um, I work for like DoorDash and Uber Eats and shit. Um, I've done that for a while. It's this very unique experience doing it in San Francisco though, because it's a very jarring experience to have your phone go ding, and then you go pick up some food and take it to a conference room where they're like, okay, so we're thinking his phone will go ding, and then he'll bring it to a conference room. You know, it's the people who made the fucking app. It's trippy. You're just standing there like, they're like, you're high as hell, man. I'm like, so what? They're like, good point. <laughs> and then they're like, tell me, boy, what, what, do you, what do you like better, if it, when it goes ding or when it goes bing? And I'm like, can you give me more money? And they're like, what about like a, what about like a cock-a-doodle-doo type thing? Like a rooster noise. Um, yeah, my favorite, my favorite order I ever got from them was they sent me Uber Eats. They sent me to a sex store to buy Whippets for someone, um, which yeah, I was stoked about. I was like, yes, best possible economic system. Honored to be a part of this. Um, but then I get to the sex store and they don't have Whippets, so I have to call the customer. Because that's what you do. You've all ordered food. If they don't have what you want, you won't call the person. So I'm just standing on the phone like, 
hey, I'm at the sex store. They don't have any more whippets. Um, I have some weed in my car. Should I come over? Because you're ordering dentist drugs at 3 p.m. Who broke your heart, Jennifer R.? Yeah, it was a woman. Can you believe that? When you, th when you hear someone ordering whippets on Postmates, you think it's a man, but then when you find out it's a woman, you can picture her perfectly. And it's, it's Pam with dreads. Um, <laughs> all right, that's been my time. Thanks, guys. Yay, John Alcavez. Absolutely, if I had enough money, I would have whippets delivered. Hell yeah. Did you know they sell them now up at the corner store? Yeah, they do. That's because this neighborhood is amazing. Uh, your next comedian is, or keep it, keep your hands clapping, everybody. That was lovely. John Alcabez. Yay. Wow. That was like that. I, I'm so white. You, I can't even make my ass golf clap. That was a golf clap from you guys. Um, your next comedian. She's one of my favorite. Make it super loud. Put your hands together for Lauren Kraut. Yay. Thank you. A lot has been said about the now, being in the now, being in the present moment. And nobody's asked my opinion, but I'm gonna give it to you anyway. Okay, that was it. <laughs> no, there's more to that, but I don't remember it. Fuck that shit. Okay. First thing anyone sees notices about me is that I'm old, and I hate that shit. Because old has such a bad rap. Nobody wants to be old because it's next to dying. And nobody wants to die unless they're having a really bad day or a bad week or they're me. No, that's okay. That's okay. Uh, but the, I think the second thing that people notice about me is that I'm a female. And whether it's a lady, if you will, or a bitch, that if you won't, that's up to you guys. Um, but the third thing, I think, and maybe... I argue that it might not be, it might be the first or the second thing, I don't know. Um, this is a premise that I'm working on, is um, race. What do you notice first, like old lady or old white lady or lady old or white old? <laughs> I don't know, I, I just gotta work on that. That's something that's, not, um, something. All right, um, nobody likes waiting. Waiting sucks. There's a waiting in line waiting. Oh my God, is she, could she go any slower? There's um, waiting tables. There's ladies in waiting. There's waiting for the baby to be born waiting. But the worst one and the hardest one, I think, is waiting for the other shoe to drop waiting. Because then that's one, um, that's the only one that's set out to scare the shit out of you. Okay, that was good. Once I was in an elevator with my father, and I thought, here's an intimate setting. Here's a chance to get closer. So I said, I love you, Dad. And he, and it touches me just to remember this. He said, okay. <laughs> True story. <laughs> he called me girl. He called my brother Bud. His name is Ray. He called my mother Babe. I don't think he ever used my mother's real name. In fact, I don't remember my mother's real name. It was either, hey girl, go ask your mother. The wife wants me home at six. Or hey babe, do we really need these two kids? <laughs> That's all I have. 
<laughs> Thank you. Yay, Lauren Crow. We know her name. I'm going to call her girl from now on. That's funny. Give it up for the girl. Yay. <laughs> Your next comedian, he's wearing a fun hat. Mustard is the new color. I love it. For the radio listening audience, clap your hands together for the funny Patrick Delaney. Hello. Hello, folks. It is a mustard hat. All right, I got a little fun one for you folks. Uh, what do you call a Klansman that's in a car, that's in a parking lot, that's backing in to a parking space? It's reverse racism. Yeah. And that was the edgiest popsicle stick joke that I've ever read in my entire life. You guys know Cards Against Humanity? Well, now they make fudgesicles. Kids are breaking their teeth off. Like, it's so edgy. Fuck. Getting wicked brain freeze. I started dating again. I went on a date with somebody recently, and um, her whole thing was like astrology. She loved astrology. That's all she talked about. Which is interesting because that means her primary personality trait is knowing a lot of information about made-up personality traits. <laughs> we were sitting down, we're having lunch. She hits me with this. She's like, okay, I have a really important question for you. And I'm sitting there like, not about my credit score, not about my credit score, not about my credit score. And she's like, what's your sign? And I was like, oh, thank God. Something that's useless. I didn't know what it was. We broke it down. She, she went through like my wallet, and she's like, you're February. And I was like, I didn't get you consent to do that, but all right. I've been late in a little bit. And she's like, that means you're a water sign. And I was like, I have been known to be a wet blanket. And she's like, I'm a Scorpio. You know what that means. And I was real honest with her. I was like, couldn't tell you. And she was like, stop it. I don't sound like that. It means this, if you fuck me over, I won't kill you, but I'll dream about killing you. So that was the first red flag. The second red flag is that she also sleepwalks. It takes a little to sink in. Just ease yourself into that like like an old man into a tub. She asked me, <laughs> she asked me to go camping one weekend. She was like, you want to go to Big Sur this weekend? And I was like, I can't. I don't have a sleeping bag. And she's like, oh, I have an extra body bag. I mean sleeping bag. How shitty would that be? I'm just like cooped up in a tent with her. And then she has a dream that I cheated on her. And then she just like Nosferatu style just gets up in the middle of the night, picks up a rock and just Brian laundries me. Fun fact, he's also a Scorpio. I did extensive research on this bit. Oh, yeah. That's because of your suggestion. Yeah. Yeah. You should have seen me. I was at home. I had like a pencil in my mouth. And I was like working. I was working two tabs. I was like, yeah. It was very extensive. Yeah. I Googled his birthday. It's very difficult. Let's see. Where the hell was I going with that? Let's go back. Hold on. Map quest this. I was going off the dome there. Let's see. All right. Yeah, yeah. So she ends up being on trial for murder, and then, like, her lawyer's, like, trying to wrap her. Like, he's just trying to come up with some sort of, like, logical defense. He's like, 
Your Honor, I don't want to think of my client as a murderer, but more as a... Uh, shit, how should I frame this? Uh, uh, following her dreams. <laughs> she's not a delinquent, she's a self-starter. Say what you will about her actions, but she sets a goal and she achieves it, or in this case, executes it. Yeah. Well, I'm still here, don't worry. It's all good. I'm dating a new girl now, and she's, like, super awesome. I really love her. I think she might be the one. She's got a wonderful personality. Uh, for example, she's bisexual, and uh, she's also Jewish, which would make her uh, rabbi-sexual. <laughs> I pitched a threesome to her, and she was like, Ick, a threesome? Holy <laughs> vey. All righty. That's all I have, folks. Patrick Delaney. He looks so young to be a dad. No, just dad jokes. Uh, yeah, do you really, are you really a dad? Because I was just thinking you have dad jokes. Your next comedian. Uh, he's a doll and uh, he's new to the scene, but he's just lovely. Put your hands together for a JD, You don't need a lot of people, fam. I'm not lovely. What the fuck? All right. Uh, I'm going to do the notebook because one day I'll have an attention span, but not tonight. Uh, hi, guys. My name is Jay. I'm Indian, you know, because it's convenient. I look like this. It'd be really confusing. I also have Indian parents that make them proud, I guess. Uh, yeah, I like being Indian. I think we're, like, really economically focused, which is a cool, cool trait to have as for a race, right? Like, a lot of Indian parents, like, beat their kids, right? And my parents never did that. You know, my dad was too educated. Um, yeah, he, he knew that, like, my brother could handle that, right? <laughs> he, was like, he was like, I taught him well. I beat him well. Uh, and it made things really awkward when my brother went off to college, right? He didn't know what to do. My dad didn't know what the, what the situation was. Like, we're exp experiencing supply chain issues. What the fuck do we do now? And uh, I didn't get confused. I just started beating his ass, you know? That seemed like the right thing to do, you know? Supply a consumer demand, guys. Follow market trends. <laughs> I totally botched that. It's all good. <laughs> it's all fine. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, I am trying to be a little bit more in tune with my culture, trying to be a better Hindu. Um, it's hard finding God as a Hindu. I don't know if you guys know this. It's, it's, it's difficult because, like, there are so many. And, like, I just want to find the one that's chill with me eating all this in and out, you know? <laughs> Maybe, like, a tiger god or something. But my luck, I'll probably find the guy that's, like, eating broccoli on Berkeley's canvas or some shit. It's just like, fur is murder. Nah, bro, fur is warm. Um, but, yeah, there are a lot of good Hindu role models, I think, if you guys think about it, right? Like, Jesus, right? Jesus was definitely a Hindu. You guys didn't know this, right? Long-ass hair, reincarnated. Just can't stop lecturing people. That's literally every Hindu I've ever known in my entire life, bro. Can't think of another one like that. Yeah. But if you think about it, like the Bible's kind of just like a tech support manual. Right? Like, forgive those that have wronged you. That just sounds like, hey, have you tried turning it off and on again? <laughs> Bible's against text uh Bible's against like divorce, which is like, hey man, maybe work on your relationship. Don't throw your wife out a window. You know, debug. Um, and it's against gays, which is messed up, but, like, I also can see that as being interpreted as, like, hey, man, that cable doesn't go in that port. Try something else. <laughs> but, uh, I also think that J Joseph, like, in that story, I think that he's, like, super underrated, right? 
Because, like, I'm pretty sure, like, the Bible's written during, like, a housing shortage. If you think about it, right? Like, all the Romans are getting the nice houses, and then, like, the people in the town are like, hey, Joseph, you're going to help us build some homes? Like, the homeless crisis is going out. It's going crazy. He's like, hey, man, my thing's like chairs and furniture shit. I I don't deal with homes. They're like, dude, I don't have a home. Like, like, help me out. He's like, listen, man, I got to build this manger, you know? Son of God is coming. They're like, this guy's an asshole. But then, like, like I, I could also imagine them, like, seeing Jesus come out. And he's like, Jesus isn't, like, a total screw-up. They're like, Jesus is just like, hey, man, love your enemies. And it's like, dude, we totally thought, like, your dad your dad was, like, a piece of shit. Didn't help the townspeople. And he's like, yeah, that's my stepdad. Don't, uh, yeah, yeah, it's not, yeah. Like, so what do you think about, like, like hey, Jesus, you're a cool guy. Like, what's, what's your stance on, like, hookers? He's like, listen, man, sex work is work. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, my God, this dude's a god. <laughs> Uh, kind of didn't land on the laugh I wanted there, but it's all good, dude. <laughs> Having a nice time. Uh, I'm going to end on a dating joke, because fucking why not? Um, I've stopped dating. <laughs> uh, I, I just can't take rejection, really. And it's it's not just regular rejection. It's like rejection when like I'm like, I approach a girl, and she's like, hey, like, no, but hey, you should follow me on Instagram. I'm like, you realize that's like, me and you building a home and then like after we finish you change the locks and you just send me like weather reports i'm like i don't really care it's like i only give a shit if things start going bad i'm like okay maybe you gotta in here you know let me redo your floors (laughs) no okay you guys have been fun appreciate it have a nice night jd everyone redoing the floors i didn't um i did did someone date a jay uh, you're, he's a doll, he's a doll. He is so cute, right? Your next comedian, uh, also, also, uh, super cute. Put your hand, different, different age group, that's okay. <laughs> not, not trying to date comedians. I'm like, next job, they're all single, every, can you believe it? Comedians have difficulty maintaining relationships. Your next comedian, put your hands together for Mike Bonds, yay! Oh, she brings Prince on stage with me. Okay, all right, good, good. Uh, man, I just downloaded an app. Anybody in to download new apps on your phones? Anybody into that shit? You know, I just downloaded one of the worst apps, man. It was the McDonald's app, man. You know, fuck my whole world up, man. Seriously, fuck my whole world up, man. I downloaded the McDonald's app, and the first thing that they offer me is a McCluck and Fuck Burger. I'm like, what the fuck is this? They're like, dude, it's chicken, fish, and beef all mixed together. I'm like, McDonald's, I'm not that high. I'm sorry. I'm not that high, you know. Uh, as a black man in San Francisco, I must say that uh, racism is definitely low key. If you don't guys don't know, you know, and it it really is. You know, I love my city. I'm from here, but it really is. You know, me and my boy was walking down the street the other day, and some police officers pulled up on us, and they started like driving behind us and flashing their lights on us and everything. And we looked at each other like, dude, what the fuck? So we started holding hands. <laughs> And they drove up on. They was like, "All right, we're not gonna mess with you guys today. We're not gonna mess with you guys today." <laughs> and that's not a diss to gay people, but fuck the police. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> fuck the police. Anyway, right? Exactly. 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 You know. Uh, anybody in the riding a bus in San Francisco over here? Clap it up if you're in the riding a bus in San Francisco. Okay. I see some people out here, okay, because I recently started riding the San Francisco buses because I usually drive through San Francisco, but I recently started catching the buses. And uh, let me tell you guys, man, I'm not an asshole, but is it me or when handicapped people get on the bus, do you just in the back of your mind say, fuck, it's time, god damn it. You know, 
especially if I got to go use the bathroom or something or I got somewhere to be. I'm like, damn it, he's moving his legs. Come on now, he's moving his legs. Come on now. You know, and the worst thing is when they when they get on the bus with, and, and, and the, the thing comes out, the little handicapped things come out, and they get on there and they start moving the legs and they get up and they push their, hand, they push their uh, chair on the, on the bus. I'm like, dude, are you serious? Are you went through all of that for that? You got to be kidding me. One of the worst things about being on the bus is when the bus gets full, you know? It's, 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 it's crazy, you know, because then you got to, because I'm like, I'm the kind of person that carries a big bag, you know, then you got to play maneuver and everything, excuse me, excuse me, hands up, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, and then one dude's like leaning over you, breathing on you, hey man, that's a nice hat, dude, <laughs> you're creepy, bro, <laughs> you know, leave me alone, leave me alone, these are new jokes, guys, these are new jokes, um, I, uh, I recently went over a friend of mine's house, and uh, I realized he's way too much into sriracha sauce, you know, you ever met somebody that's way too much into sriracha sauce? Is that you? Are you way? She looked to the side like, oh my God, that's me. Are you into sriracha sauce, ma'am? Yeah, you right here. Are you into sriracha sauce? No? Okay, no? Okay. It's good, yeah, because it's either you like it or you love it, but I, got, I know somebody who's obsessed with the shit. You know what I'm saying? You go to his house, he's got like sriracha sauce jewelry, you know, the little sriracha sauce necklaces. You haven't seen him? You got to Google that shit. It's amazing. It's amazing. He's got like a, a bunch of empty sriracha sauce bottles around his house and everything. It's crazy. And the other day, this fool, he goes, hey, Mike, man, there's a sriracha sauce convention going on in San Diego. You want to go? I'm like, fuck no. <laughs> Why would I want to go to a convention and celebrate hot sauce, dude? I got a life. I'm sorry. I got a life. And then I go in his bathroom, and he's in there jacking off with sriracha No, excuse me. <laughs> That's not how the joke was supposed to go, but that'll work, right, Pam? That'll work. Shit, jacking off with sriracha sauce, right? Seriously, I'm going to leave you guys with this one. I'm pretty sure that my phone is watching me. We all know that our phones are watching us, you know? The other day, I was using a Waze app, and Waze was like, hey, Mike, there's a Popeye's about a half a block away. If you leave right now, we can get you over there in the next three minutes and keep you on your destination. I'm like, damn, phone, you know me so well. Well, get me on over there. I got a few minutes to kill. We're going to have to talk about this shit later on. Hey, you guys, I'm Mike Bonds. Thank you. Mike Bonds, everyone. He's getting targeted ads. My targeted ads are crazy. Uh, I always get Christian Mingle. And I'm like, me? Christian Mingle? And I think it's because in my updates, I say fuck Jesus quite a bit. So I think it's, it's just messing with the algorithms. This guy, this guy here that I can see through the window, you look like this guy Todd Benatar that I went to high school with, but I know you're not because you're clearly like in your, you, you're like probably 28, but you look like this guy I went to high school with, so obviously it's not, you're not Todd Benatar, but I had flashbacks to high school for a second. I'm really old. Your next comedian, it's true. I can tell you guys, um, so all the waitlist people, you're all going to get on, and right now I'm really excited for her. She's new to the scene, but she's so, so, so funny. Clap your hands together for Hillary Lanham, yay! Hello, everyone. Yep, that's right. My name is Hillary Lannon, which is a white girl name if I ever heard one, right? Just for those of you listening on the radio, I'm Korean. But um, it, it is a white girl name because of the fact that I'm adopted by some very, very white people. Um, and I feel like it was kind of a cruel joke because my mother, my mother named me Hillary. She changed my, my name from my Korean name. And Hillary means happy and cheerful in Gaelic, which could not be like further from the truth from my personality type. I mean, somebody who you know has suicide ideation all the time, you really wouldn't describe as happy and cheerful. At least I wouldn't. But, and then also, as far as my last name goes, apparently Lannan, it used to be O'Lannan, but when people were, came over from Ireland, 
they made them lose they basically told them if they lose the o that they would get fed and so clearly my family was like ah fuck that o we're just give me the food so i get it i would have done the same thing too but the thing about it is that i was raised in buffalo and it was a very strange place because buffalo if you don't know anything about it is a very white city and the thing was is that i um, the only other Asians that I knew in elementary school were Mara and Carl Finkelstein. So clearly, you know, there's some identity issues going on there. And I feel like, honestly, I was robbed of my birthright because I should have been adopted by Jewish people also. Lannan is clearly Irish. And I should have been adopted by the Jews. Every other Asian I know in my generation, they were all adopted by Jews. They got bat mitzvahs. They get... A second set of holidays off I mean I was robbed of all of those things but um, it is a thing where it's been you know I it took me a long time to really understand what it was to be Asian like when I was five years old when they would say draw a picture of your family I would draw myself with blonde hair and blue eyes because of the fact that um, you know apparently my parents didn't let me look in a mirror as my only guess or or I just really didn't, I had a lot of um, issues. Or it could just be that five-year-olds suck at drawing. I mean, have you ever seen a five-year-old's drawing? It's like, oh, the dog is purple and the car is bigger than the house. I mean, it's not like, you know, case, like uh, robbery cases, they're calling in a five-year-old to do a forensic sketch of like the, the robber or anything like that. So, so yeah, it's definitely, um, it took me a while to get uh, sort of comfortable with being Asian. It wasn't until I got into college. But I will say the one thing that I really do love about being Korean, but also, you know, Irish by, it's sort of this nature versus nurture. And it's one of those things where, do you know what that gives me a unique skill in? It gives me, I'm a really good drinker. Like I have, I can probably drink all of you under the table and that's just like on a regular Tuesday night. I mean, if I'm going full force and you give me a little bit of blow, forget it. I'm going to like, you're all, you're all like, you know, I'm definitely, you know, first, first podium in that one. But <laughs> it's, yes, somebody who's witnessed it before. But it's definitely one of those things where um, I, you know, I've been sober while I'm doing all of this just because, you know, you can't, you can't live your life like that. I'm basically just been doing pot because pot is like California sober, as Pam likes to say, right? It doesn't, it doesn't really count. And it's one of those things where it's definitely whoever's doing pot's PR is crushing it right now, right? I mean, if you look at like pot has gotten classy, like I, I want to go and buy a $200 bong that's like, that seems absurd, but it's like this, it's like, like, it looks like Porsche made it or something like that. And, uh, it, but it's like, I feel like now all of the other drugs are, are, they're trying to get in on that game too. Like, you know, like the mushroom and ketamine scene, they're kind of getting credibility. I don't know if cocaine or, uh, meth is ever, or heroin are ever going to get there, but keep working at it, kids. There's something to, something to strive for. Okay. That's my time. Thank you. Yay. Hillary loves drugs. Yay. Yay. I, I encourage you getting into Medazolam. It's a great short-lived fast-acting benzodiazepine. A lot of fun. Usually they give it when you get an abortion. So uh, reason number 227 to get that abortion, free drugs. Your next comedian, uh, what a funny young man. He's gonna, he, I bribe, he bribed me for like an extra minute. Put your hands together for Guy Rubin, yay! 
Hey guys. All right, so I just want to get this off my chest. Um, I'm severely depressed. And on top of that, my dog just ate my sandals. I'm pretty sad about that. Yeah, I probably shouldn't have covered them in peanut butter. But um, I'm not good with long-term relationships. The longest relationship that I've been in was about nine months with my mom. Yeah, I... Um, yeah, I remember that. I remember the, the day of the breakup. She was moaning so loud, and then finally, she like, I came out of her vagina. And, you know, it, like, it, it was a very hard breakup. You know, I remember immediately after I came out, I just couldn't stop crying. I still remember what it sounded like. It was like, and then... Uh, you know, after the breakup, every now and then, you know, like, we'd still meet up, you know, like, I would come over and suck on her nipples, and then just to make sure I don't go bragging about it to dad, she would stick a baby dildo in my mouth. <laughs> Some people call it a pacifier or something. Yeah, my parents have two totally different perspectives on my stand-up career. I know my mom's disappointed in me because, uh, the way, the noise she makes when people ask her about me. Like, she'd like, they'd be like, so Michal, what does your son do? And my mom would be like, shh. Uh, my son stands on a stage and talks to drunk people about his penis. <laughs> and they're like, oh, so he's in erectile dysfunction advertising? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but he's also a stand-up. Oh, well, is he famous? No. Is he getting paid? No. Well, is he good? No. No, he's terrible. I know my dad, my dad never explicitly said he supports me, but I know he supports me because every time I come back home from a show, I'd be editing my, like, my jokes in my room, and he'd like knock on the door, he'd be like, tuk, tuk, tuk. Hey guys, so did you record your set? And I'd be like, yeah. Well, can we watch it together? Can't you see I'm busy? I'm working right now. So no, we can't see it. My dad's like, you're always busy. Everything is important, but us together, uh, you never, it's always, it's never, hey dad, do you want to go play catch? Or hey dad, do you want to watch my stand-up set? Or hey dad, do you want to share a hooker tonight? Never, it's always work and work and work. And then he slammed, he stormed out and slammed the door. And five minutes later, I get a knock again. It was like, tuk, tuk, tuk. My dad walks in, he's like, Guy, can I please watch the stand-up set? I promise I'll be quiet. And I was like, all right, fine. You can sit on my bed and watch, but be quiet. My dad, he sits on the bed, I'm working. I turn around, I see my dad, he's like, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> my dad, he finishes the video, he walks up to me, he's like, <laughs> Good one. <laughs> he closes the door. I'm like, damn. Why am I so hard on that little guy? <laughs> uh, yeah, guys. So um, I'm gonna do like two more stuff. So listen. So listen. Let's listen. Listen. So um, this is like my um, my uh, what's it called? I f I feel very uh, happy for all the new like genders. You know, like like everybody who came out as a new identity other than male and female. You know, but like I'm starting to get a bit confused because I don't know if you heard, but people are starting to come out as animals. Like, can you imagine your son walking up to you and he's like, hey, dad, 
I think I'm a hippopotamus trapped in a man's body. No, son. You're just fat. <laughs> now stop eating grass and go do the dishes. Uh, but like, like this is the thing. Like, I feel like there's something called pronoun power, which is like where you have so much power, like you can use your pronouns in any situation to like win an argument, especially in public. And I wanted to test that. So I was with my dog. We're walking in public. We're walking into a store. And the store says no pets allowed. As soon as I walk in, immediately a cashier walks up to us. And she's like, excuse me, sir. No pets allowed. Your dog has to wait outside. And I was like, excuse me? My dog doesn't identify as a dog. My dog identifies as a Jewish woman. Are you saying there's no Jews allowed in this store? And she was like, ah, please just keep your Jew on a leash then. <laughs> and I started getting really excited with all the power. I was like, and you know what? I don't identify as a sir. I identify as a German shepherd. And she was like, okay, then you have to get out then. And I was like, ah, come on. You don't understand. I'm a German, I'm a, I'm a service dog. And she was like, let me get this straight. So you're a German and you have a Jew on a leash? Get the fuck out of here. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> I need to work on that shit. Uh, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna finish with, I'm gonna finish off with this. Um, so, um, I, I got, I just downloaded a ton of dating apps because I'm tired of being a lonely piece of shit. And I was uh, messaging this girl on this app Bumble and I texted her. I was like, so what are you looking for? And she was like, same thing you're looking for. And I was like, so you're also looking for a new pair of sandals? <laughs> she wasn't, she wanted to fuck. That's my time, guys. My name is Guy Rubin. Thank you so much. That wasn't my time, but it's my time now. Guy Rubin, everyone. That was hilarious. Keep your Joe on a leash. All right, we have four comedians left, and I, and we, we oh, thank you. So uh, we can, like, rock, paper, scissors for it, or you guys can mad dog each other. We've got Hunter Uniac, Ray Khan, Dan Britton, and Mark Neuer. Do you guys want to, like, Rosham? Do you want to, like, mad dog each other? Do you want me to, like, just, do you want me to draw straws? Choose, do you want to beat somebody up? Uh, Hunter just did it. Uh, Hunter Uniac, everyone. Yay! Yes, people. That's how you win. All right, like you know how much white privilege I have to have when Pam asks a question. I go, it's my fucking turn. <laughs> All right, yeah. Did somebody applaud my white privilege in the back? What the fuck? Oh, the lady with white privilege applauded in the back. Okay, it makes sense. Fuck, applaud white people right now, people. Yes, a white people are Ukrainian. Applaud Ukrainians. You fucking communists. All right, this is a pro-Russia room i guess okay um fuck was i gonna talk about oh yeah this um you can always tell i'm very i'm a very immature person and um, i'm i'm a carpenter i'm too immature to build people's homes i really am like when i build someone's home i just draw dicks on the insides of your walls all over i'll draw asian dicks i'll draw black dicks i'll draw my dick i'll draw your dick lauren kraut all right lauren kraut has a blackest dick Ever, all right? It's probably because I ran out of yellow fucking Sharpie. All right, in my mind, Lauren Kraut's an Asian woman. All right? Fucking chink. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> hey, I'm, ha I'm Filipino. I'm allowed to say that. Yeah. All right, you want to hunt Filipino? First words out of my mouth if you come over to my house, did you eat yet? All right? You 
motherfucker, you, you pedophile-looking motherfucker should not laugh at that joke. I'm sorry. All right. Okay, we lost train here. We lost track here. I was talking about Lawrence Kraut dicks. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, fucking shit. Okay. But I, I, draw, I draw dicks. I draw dicks inside your homes. Like, did you really expect to me walk up on stage, you know, and people are like, oh, this is going to go well? No. <laughs> it's crazy, though, guys. Um, but uh, people are talking a lot about the three, uh, the four-day work week. Have you guys been hearing about that a lot? Yeah. Um, any, any techies in the room? Like, you can applaud. You don't got to be fucking afraid of letting yourself out there. But right, here, here's the thing I hate about that, okay? I, I, as a carpenter, as a carpenter, you can't, you, you, like, you, you, can't, you can't have a four-day work week. You know what I mean? Because you have to do all the shit. And another day off there is, you know, less fucking, you know, productive. So, like, I hate people who are complaining about the four-day uh, four work week. They're like, ooh, my thumb hurts from typing all the fucking time. You're getting arthritis. Meanwhile, it was windy as fuck today, and I was on a scaffold, all right, uh, hanging off the fucking ceiling, and I'm going like, yeah, I need an extra day of overtime. All right? What else do I talk about? Oh, um, this. Um, uh, I, I've started to turn religious recently. You guys don't believe that, but you know, for the purpose of this joke, I turned religious recently, and like I've been praying to God, uh, but God does not like my prayers, because I'm praying to God, going like, uh, dear God, um, can I get a blowjob? That's who I asked for the blowjob from. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm literally praying for sexual uh, favors from God. You know what I mean? Like, I'm on my knees. You know, praying to God, to the Holy Father, the Holy Ghost, whatever. Like, yeah, you can tell I'm not religious. The point is, like, I want God to give me a blowjob, all right? You know what? I'm going to end it on that, all right? I wish I was molested by a priest. That's my time. This man's wife. Hunter Uniac, everyone. His beard is making him look incredibly aggressive. <laughs> but he's a lovely young man, and he's a fun young I'm happy and proud of you every time on stage. I'm sorry. I'm very high, you guys. Your next comedian, I don't know. Is it going to be Ray Khan? Is it going to be Dan Britton? Is it going to be Mark Neuer? Are you going to fight for it? Are you just going to jump? Everybody, Dan Britton! Yay! We need to talk about things. Tell me what you do. Tell me what you eat. I might cook for you. See, it really don't matter because it's all about me. I like that song. Why'd you laugh at that? I'm allowed to like that song. I'm really lucky to be here tonight, honestly, because, yeah, because there were just so many excuses going through my mind, like there are every day, like for everything. Whenever the global shutdown happened, it was like all of my like excuses like came to fruition and everyone else got on my page. But like, I could make an excuse like, oh, I, can't, I can't go to mutiny today, it's too windy. It's like 20 gales outside. I better not do. I better not tell jokes. Okay. I just want to say this is the only time of this night that you motherfuckers are going to see me anywhere. It's a homebody Friday. I'm doing this. I'm going home. I'm not going out. I'm not drinking with anybody. I'm going home, laying on the couch, Netflix, chilling with myself, and a bowl of chicken noodle soup. Nobody finds that shit funny. Fuck. Am I the only one? Am I the only one who finds it ironic 
when a girl with fake boobs goes onto a, a dating profile and says that authenticity is really important to her? <laughs> like, I think you missed the boat here, ma'am. I think you're two, two plastic surgeries behind. <laughs> Let me tell you something, fellas. An inevitability in life. Sometimes when you're having sex with somebody, they're going to get distracted. They're going to start trying to talk to you about things that don't have anything to do with sex. When this happens, give them the dick. Just so your girl can be like, don't forget, tomorrow we have to go to the farmer's market. <laughs> I like that joke more than all y'all, and I'm happy about that. I was thinking about this yesterday when I was drinking a cup of milk. Like, isn't it weird that cows just have like one big boob with like eight different nipples? And they're all like the weird, like elongated nipples. My, uh, my brother's dog had puppies a few years ago. Dogs have eight breasts that they can nurse their young out of. And I go, God, thank, thank you, God, that women only have two. Because can you imagine men just being like, if women had eight boobs, they'd be like, <laughs> a couple of years ago, I went to Montana for a family vacation, uh, meaning that I went to Montana by myself to get a vacation from my family. And while I was there, my uncle... I'm just kidding, my family came with me. My uncle was there with me and we were standing in a field and he put his hands on my shoulders and he said, Dan, smell that fresh air. Turns out he had just farted. <laughs> While we were there, my, uh, my cousin and a couple of other people, we went backpacking like deep into Yellowstone. My cousin who was there with her uh, new boyfriend actually ended up developing a terrible yeast infection. Without proper medical attention, her only hope was to stand on top of a geyser. Okay, all right. I, would try, I said I would try it, but I'll never try it again. I love baseball. Like, it's my favorite, favorite thing is baseball, but I, ha I feel like baseball thinks that it's too fucking good for baseball. You know what I mean? Like, how do you have... How do you have a Hall of Fame where it's like, yeah, we don't want baseball players in the Hall of Fame. We'd rather have bowlers in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> I'm going to Obi Chicken Noodle Soup. Good night. Chicken Noodle Soup. I'm sorry. I just meant that I should have, I, if I would have, after he said farted, that would have been brilliant. Like it would have been like a coup on the radio program. And then I fucked it up by screaming because I'm, really high on edibles uh you're i i love california i'm sorry it's just all the weeds all the time we have a couple comics left your next comic he's like my favorite dad in the whole world put your hands together everybody for raycon yay yay what's happening hello everybody how's it going nice to see you guys happy friday night oh my god uh listen i come from a very educated family you know this yeah, my dad's got a PhD in entomology. He's a smarty pants. My mom's got two masters in uh, education. So you know, if you know anything about genetics, you know that I am a huge 
Disappointment. Yeah, yeah. Fucking on stage on a Friday night, open micing it. It's great. Um, I got a particular look to myself. I'm what you might call ethnically ambiguous. Yeah, nobody could tell what I am. When I was, when I was uh, dating my wife, when we were first going out, she had no idea what I was. She had no idea what, she couldn't make it out at all, right? But she was pretty, pretty cool about it. She, would, she wouldn't ask me outright. That's rude, right? You can't ask somebody where you're from, right? Where are your parents from? What do you do? No, no, no. She would do it kind of in a sideways way. She'd be like, hey, Ray, you want to go out to dinner sometime? Let's go to dinner. Let's go to dinner in a movie. What do you think, huh? You like a taco, Ray? You think you like a taco? Yeah, how about a taco? A taco be good? How about yeah, well how about how about like, you know, a, a quesadilla? You wanna you wanna you wanna watch like a movie on Netflix? Let's do let's watch Coco. How about Coco? Coco's a good idea. Let's watch Coco. You know, a little Diaz de las Muertas? Would that be a good idea? Would that turn you on? Cool. I'm like, nah, that's cool. She's like, all right, cool. How about some lumpia? You like lumpia? Is lumpia cool, huh? Chicken, chicken adobo? Yeah, yeah. My friend Hunter says magandang chicken adobo. Yeah, do you want some? Cool, yeah. You know, I taped the Pacquiao fight. Would that be cool? Let's tape the Pacquiao. No, I'm like, no, sweetie, I don't want it. No, that's okay. That's okay. She's like, okay, cool. How about you want to find a luau? Let's fucking find a luau. Yeah, let's find a luau and maybe hit some poi. We need some poi. Watch Moana. Check out The Rock on TV. Would that be cool? I'm like, I don't want any of that. No, thank you. Please. I'm like, all right. I'm Pakistani, 100%, okay? Born and raised. Yeah, no, no I wasn't born there, but this is my heritage. Anyways, all right, cool. Um, Listen, uh, who's got cheap parents? Anybody got cheap parents? I got cheap parents. Nobody, that's it. You guys don't have, thank you. One person out there. I got cheap parents. You know, when you grow up with cheap parents, it's hard to deprogram yourself. Yeah, yeah, you get cheap too. It's pretty easy. It takes all my energy not to pull over on the side of the freeway and pick up that sweet-looking ottoman. Yeah, you know the one I'm looking at, right? Yeah, yeah, for the low, low price of reversing one half mile down the highway, that cracked rattan footstool is all mine. Yeah, fight the urge, Ray, fight the urge. Any uh, any uh, San Franciscans in the house, born or raised? Anybody? Locals? Locals? Another one? Damn, you're like my brother. This is awesome. Um, yeah, my friends call me up from the East Coast all the time. They're like, Ray, how do you do it? How in God's name do you live in San Francisco? Aren't you afraid of earthquakes? I'm like, no, I'm not afraid of earthquakes at all. No way. I'm born and raised in San Francisco. I'm like, a, I'm like an unbearable wine critic when it comes to earthquakes. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. I'm like a... I'm like a I'm like, I'm pretentious, it's awful. I'm like a seismic sommelier when, a, when an earthquake happens. Absolutely. Like, even with the smallest of quivers, I'm like, ooh, that was a quaint regional blend. <laughs> ah, 3.5 on the Richter scale, if you ask me. Yeah, 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 you got it. Yeah, I pronounce Richter scale like a douchebag. It goes along with it. Yeah, yeah. You know, however, I prefer a regional blend from the Hayward Falls. But that's just my palate. That's just my palate. Did you get to try the 1989 Loma Prieta? Did you? Did you? Oh, my God, what a tectonic delight. I remember it starting out strong with bold Oakland notes and ending with the fine, dry Petaluma finish. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, paired with the Game 3 World Series. Paired with the Game 3 World Series. Oh, my God. I didn't wake up with a headache the next day. Hand to God. Hand to God. Thanks, guys. That's my time. Pam Benjamin, Friday night. Let's get it on. Yay. Raycon. 
And he's lovely. When um, I remember that 1989 earthquake, I was taking a poop. It was right in the afternoon and I was at home and I, my pants were down around my ankles and I got up in the door frame and it shook and it shook and it shook and it was so scary. Like your next comic, put your hands together. No scary any like something about poop and buttholes or something. I don't know. Um, put your head. I'm sorry, everybody. He's really funny. Mark Neuer, yeah. Everyone get on the fucking floor, kiss the goddamn deck. Am I scary? I just want to be loved. <laughs> I'm so tired of wasting people's time. I'm over it. Tired of going on dates. I just want you to pee on me, okay? It's my new go-to move. Just piss on my face. It's squirt. I don't care. Put it in my mouth. Okay. I need to get something off my chest. These tits. Oh. You ever get so tired of telling jokes? Like, fuck, I just wish I could write more jokes. And I could do new jokes. But then they would suck. And then I'd want to kill myself even more than I already do. I miss the wanting to kill myself feeling. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm very athletic. <laughs> it is a joke. I'm very, very athletic. If jerking off was a sport, uh, I'd, I'd be an Olympian. I would. Gold medalist. Top of the team. You look like you, have, you like to run. I don't like to run. You know, you hear the, this, this stage doesn't like to me to be on it. You hear that? I don't like to run. I have the friends who are like, let's run. Let's go do some laps. Run. I'll beat you. It's like, I will out jerk you right now on this corner to the next corner up the street, back down and this way again. And I'm still tugging away. Okay? All right. The most athletic thing about me is this button right here. <laughs> this one. Right there. It's putting in all the effort. It's where I hold my, my superpowers right here in this button. I actually busted a button on that coat today. And it's the only thing I have in my pockets. Woo! Comedy, baby! It's what we're here for. That's why I had to stop doing cocaine, because that's a performance-enhancing drug in my sport, so. <laughs> Lost the cocaine addiction, gained 35 pounds, still slinging dick. Like a champion. Like a champion. I love this pandemic. It's been great. It's been really good. All that free money, my God, God bless it. You know what I mean? got a cocaine addiction. I got my childhood dream I was able to achieve with all this free money. I was able to buy a flashlight. God bless. A flashlight? No, a, fl a pocket pussy. A silicone vagina, an orifice that you put... Shut up. <laughs> Welcome. Nope, just you. <laughs> just you, darling. <laughs> That's why I love flashlights. They don't talk during my set. They don't <laughs> walk in in the middle. 
They don't ask me any questions. They just go inside the dishwasher. Um, no, I, I love the flashlight. Can I finish this bit, Pam? I love my flashlight a lot. It's so good. But you look online, the reviews say that they're not like the, they don't feel like the real thing. How real do you want it to be? It's a whole fuck it. You want it to do your dishes for you and your laundry, you fucking lazy fuck? It's a hole. But they're right, it doesn't feel like the real thing. So what I did is I went on Craigslist and I bought a used one. <laughs> Got one with some miles on it, you know what I mean? It's fantastic, it tastes exactly the same, it's so good. I left, I left my flashlight at the last open mic, all the comics fucked it, it feels just like my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> I named it Diana. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Mark Neuer. God bless you. God bless Pam Benjamin. I love you. Hey, Mark Neuer! All right, keep clapping. I'm going to run around and do just a couple jokes. Yay! First of all, pander to you and ask for money. This is a Venmo. And I'll put it over here because I'm a socialist and it makes me feel uncomfortable to ask for money. So I'm going to do this. And you know it's there. And then you can do things accordingly as you so choose. But like I said, I, I'm so scared of money. Oh, so this is a crazy thing, though. Marx was the first feminist. Karl Marx. Right? Accidental feminist. He wrote about valuing labor. He talked about the means of production. And when women are going through labor, we're literally the means of production. And he valued that in 1885, whatever years. Yeah! Women were in corsets and he's like, yeah, labor's important. <laughs> we still don't get paid for it. Yay. Isn't that funny? Anyway, it's so funny because I used to be a nanny and you can pay me to take care of other people's kids, but then if you have your own kids, you don't get paid for it. What? So the skills have value only if you're doing it for someone else. Do you think you'd get a lot more money for blowjobs? Like, what's going? Cool. Like when guys just started eating pussy, right? I mean, that didn't, I was married in the 90s. That did, they didn't do that back then. That was, okay. I, I don't, we don't need to talk about my issues we should talk about it's 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 women's history month Woo! or whatever it's like celebrate women don't rape them cool no i don't know i'm lonely uh but it's it's movies are crazy because right now like in pg-13 movies if you cover up a nipple you get to see 180 percent side boob which i'm like great and you can see the butt but not the hole and i think that for equality, what we need in PG-13 movies is some side scrot, <laughs> right? Because the genitals are not seen, right? The balls are like, like let's imagine together like a Martin Scorsese film, right? And, and there's like an infinity pool and the sun is going down and Nick Cage is like swimming, you know, and you get to see his butt and his balls are deep, deep in the water because he is old now. And uh, he's coming up to the stairs, you know, and he's walking up the stairs and so, his dick is above the stairs and, and his balls are deep in the water. And what we get to see is his beautiful stained glass side scrote for equality, right? Like it might have some hairs on it, could be shorn. I don't know, I'm excited. It's the same thing as side boob, no? 
for equality? Ah, see, thank you for getting on board. You guys are like, oh, we're scared of her, her ideas are too. I'm sorry, I smoke way too much weed. I come up with these crazy ideas. Who's a vegan? It's okay, I won't make, I'll make fun of you behind your back, good. Uh, no, and I do, I, th- I go home all the time and I finger my butthole and I smoke pot and I think about ways to save the vegans. And really, they, there's a, they breastfeed, right? Vegans breastfeed their children. So I was like, I could use my body in the way God intended and, and not to birth a baby, because that's gross, but to pump my tits, right? To make cheese, to make mul- meltable cheese to save the vegans. Because they breastfeed, so it's 100% consent-based milk. They'll eat this cheese. Right? And then the thing is, I eat and smoke so much weed that when we pump my tits, I mean, I could make TH cheese. (laughs) And then the question becomes, can I get high off my own supply? (laughs) Can I finally reach weed singularity? Uh, Well, we had some comedians today here from Texas, and so I just want to talk about Texas for a second because what else are we doing on stage if not to be, like, political? Like, I'm white, and I have a voice right now, and I'm going to voice it. No, I'm really scared. I am. I'm I'm like, let me use every bit of my white lady power to make sure that Texas is strong. Texas, boo! But I don't understand them. If I could understand them, it would help. Like, they love guns. All right, all right. Okay, you like guns. They, they love capital punishment. <laughs> but then they hate abortion. So it's like abortion is just microdosing executions. <laughs> it's like fun size murder. It's like stick, <laughs> pick a lane, like stay in it. They're making these girls have babies. And then what happens when they're not good at football? <laughs> what do you do with them? You use them for target practice? Pew, 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 pew. Sorry. That's the line I cross every time, and people go, whoa! Okay, no killing babies. All right, you've been in a beautiful captive audience for a long time, and I appreciate you so much, and you're so wonderful. Yay, yay, you, yay, you! Yay, real people with souls, I'm so excited you were here. Thank you for being here. Tell your friends every Friday, 6 o'clock, uh, and uh, it was live on the radio, and it's super fun. So uh, what we're going to do at 8 o'clock um, is I'm, I have a projector, and we're going to sing karaoke, and I'm going to project the things on the wall. If you like karaoke. If you don't, that's fine. Have a beautiful Friday. Um, there's a great bar up the street called Asiento if you want to crash a drink. And then Bender's is up there on 19 South and S if you like alcohol. C- really cool bars in this neighborhood, so check them out. And um, thank you. Bye. We'll gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny FM has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. 
I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> International banking, diplomatic cables, nuclear missile launch codes all rely on unbreakable encryption. What if these codes were no longer secure? That nightmare scenario seems to be a reality. A shadowy underworld syndicate is auctioning off access to the world's encrypted secrets. The only plausible explanation for this ability? Someone has achieved the holy grail of code breaking quantum computing. Veteran CIA agent John Clooney must track down the perpetrators and retrieve this technology for the U.S. government, and it's personal, as the Enigma brokers have already cost the lives of his fellow agents, perhaps including his partner. John Wessex's The Enigma Brokers is the first book of the John Clooney thrillers. Get it on Amazon. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shit. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! 4.99. I was just leaving the theater. Convertible. 1969 gold Cadillac with the white material I drove it up here. And I started to do some thinking. around in it on the freeway and I'm having a really, really good time. Flat black glass. Smoking big spliffs and cruising. Saturday noon to two. On the freeway. Good feeling. I am a total Can I say? John Clooney's friend and ally become a dangerous enemy? Private investigator Anton Gruber has been CIA agent John Clooney's trusted aide. Clooney may have questioned Gruber's taste in cuisine, but never his loyalty, until Gruber double-crossed him. Escaping with his life, Clooney is sidelined while his superior attempts to discover how Gruber was compromised. The investigation delves into Gruber's astonishing past, from his unpleasant days as an East German border guard to life as a narcotics agent, from his time in the tango clubs of Buenos Aires to a trip 
up the Amazon in search of Nazi gold. John Wessex's The Prague Deception is the third book of the John Clooney thrillers. Get it on Amazon. Hey, Mutineers Stolowitz here. Have you ever listened to Labor and Love on Saturday mornings, 10 to noon, with Bill Morgan? It's a really excellent show, one of my favorites here at the station. And it's all about service. It might be the devil, it might be the Lord, but we got to serve somebody. And Bill understands the virtue of service as the heart and soul of the labor movement better than a lot of people I know. And it's one of the reasons I love to listen to him. He breaks down socialism, democracy, protest history, workers' news, and the power of unions. Along with that, he serves up an excellent mix of jazz, Latin, gospel, hip-hop, and traditional folk ballads. Great stuff. Check it out. Labor and Love is every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Serve somebody. Meals on Wheels is dedicated to fostering independent living for San Francisco seniors by providing hot, nutritious meals delivered to their homes. They're committed to fostering independent living for as long as possible. For more information, please call Meals on Wheels at 415-920-1111. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco. Are you looking for local handcrafted leather goods? Look no further than Skin on Skins, a local mission a leather working shop. All original pieces handcrafted for you. Jackets, belts, purses, jewelry, everything made out of leather. You need your bicycle seat fixed? You want it in cool leather? Under can do it. You have a motorcycle that you want to fit out with side bags and cool stuff, talk to Under. Go to SkinOnSkins.com. That's S-K-I-N-O-N-S-K-I-N-S.com. You just went to Folsom Street Fair and you don't have enough leather? Go see Under. Everything is handcrafted and understated quality. Fine leather handcrafted goods for all of your needs. He also does fixes. Maybe you love that jacket. He'll put the zipper back in. Talk to Under at SkinOnSkins.com at 20th and Mission. Check them out at SkinOnSkins.com. Volunteer for the San Francisco Food Bank. The San Francisco Food Bank relies on volunteers like you to help sort, package, and distribute healthy food to people in need in San Francisco. Each year, over 22,000 people contribute thousands of hours to fighting hunger in our... Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are you on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk, MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. 
international banking, diplomatic cables, nuclear missile launch codes all rely on unbreakable encryption. What if these codes were no longer secure? That nightmare scenario seems to be a reality, a shadow. All right. It's time um, to sing karaoke. I'm going to smoke on stage and sing karaoke. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to see. It's, hopefully it all works out. We'll see. Uh, if there's... Sign no dead air. No dead air. No.